Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a special bonus Bang Bang podcast. Um, I'm not even going to, I can't remember what the number of episodes It's a bonus one, it's a bonus, but hey, I hope you enjoyed the festive period and January. Um, a bit cold, and I'm sat here now recording in a coat and a jumper and um, a woolly hat. I just lie, I'm completely naked, but apart from the woolly hat. Um, but yeah, it's a bit nippy, isn't it? But I hope you've all, all been good and had a nice festive period. And yeah, this is a bonus episode to keep you tidying over till the sort of regular series comes back in April. Um, I'll also be covering uh, the next big AEW, which escapes me at the moment because I'm really nice. That's with um, going to be with Uncle Dan, he's going to come on and do that one. And then maybe Steve will come back for WrestleMania. Now, uh, we were going to have a chat about the Royal Rumble, but as you might have seen, if you follow him on any forms of social media, um, which I wouldn't recommend, to be honest, but he's, he was doing gigs this weekend. So he was one of the guys in the band he was in um, died recently. So they were doing uh, like a fundraising thing for his a charity gig uh, in aid of um, the charities, which his family was supporting. Uh, so he was doing that this weekend, so he was a bit busy. So I don't even know if you watch a world, but I've not heard from him. Um, he couldn't really come on and do a show. So uh, I've got a, uh, a suitable replacement, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, actually, I might as well introduce now. So Emma's back. Hello, Emma. She's How you doing? back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, on your last appearance, I think everybody was quite taken by the fact that you were somebody who's almost completely new to wrestling. And most of the people that are on this show, that listen to the show, are from the opposite end of the spectrum. We've been watching it and um, talking about it and writing about it and that sort of thing for 20, 30 years, some people, especially the older ones. Um, so to actually hear the opinion of somebody that's completely new to it was was quite refreshing. So uh, <laughs> you're not as jaded and cynical as the rest of us. Get uh, a fresh set of eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get going, I've probably referred to this back a few times over the show, but we all we had a nice little meetup in Leeds on the weekend. So I have to remember if I can uh, try to remember everybody that was there. So it was uh, me and Millwall Chris, Sam Rogers, Dan Griffin and Rob from UTT Podcast, uh, Beth, Rob's better half, um, Millwall Chris, Morty Jr., uh, Burnley Chris, uh, Simi, Weston uh, Jeebus, um, who have I forgotten? <laughs> uh, who else? So many people. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget. I've forgotten. It might be it. I think there was eleven of us. I think. And we all came. It was incredible. I think after Cardiff kind of decided that we had such a good time, we try and arrange another meetup at some point, and it, it got brought up. I think I might have mentioned actually, it might have been my stupid idea that we could all go and watch War Rumble together somewhere in a bar. Um, and we ended up choosing Leeds. Uh, because actually it turned out that on the same day as the Royal Rumble, Bristol City were due to play Huddersfield in Huddersfield that day. So it's like, that gives me an excuse to be in Leeds that night. So when I try and sell it to my wife to say, I go into Leeds to watch football and having a few beers with some other guys who I've met for doing the podcast, um, it didn't seem that odd. I, did, I didn't actually have to mention I was going to be watching wrestling in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because incredibly we managed to come into some good form we actually end up we didn't play on the weekend because we're still in the fa cup so that game got canceled so it, then it just turned into yeah i'm what are you doing oh we're going to leeds for the weekend stay in a hotel okay and then yeah we're going to be up till five in the morning and walk about um watching uh watching wrestling on the telly like <laughs> good old walkabout yeah it's like yeah i mean yeah it's a slightly odd yeah but um 
So yeah, it was it was a great night. Um, we all, I think most of us made it through till five thirty. Dan Griffin passed out briefly at one point. Um, a few people went a bit earlier. People were driving that sort of thing. It, it, it was. I haven't drank quite a bit as well. It was um, it was an effort to stay up that late because um, actually, to be fair, the walkabout stopped serving at four. They were supposed to be serving until all the way through. I think if they had kept serving, it might have been a bit of a uh, a bit of a struggle to stay awake. But um, but we managed to managed to make it. Did you stay and watch the watch it I live? I did. Mate. I I didn't even nap. Did you not? No. <laughs> Stayed you, awake the entire way through. Did you have a strategic power nap during the day or? Well. I had an accidental nap. I didn't intend to, but okay. Yeah, middle of the day, two hours. Whoops, shouldn't yeah. have done that. <laughs> no, I always find when I do try and stay up and watch these events, I don't really, very rarely these days. But I'd always, because uh, up until recently, it'd always be on Sundays. They changed it last few years, and they started doing a few more on Saturdays. But it always used to be Sundays, which obviously is not so good for us over here because most people, most normal people, have to work on Mondays, don't they? But, yeah. But my job, I don't generally work Mondays because I've normally got the kids on me so I have to be up with the kids but I used to go out after then football on Sundays and stay in the, in the bar till quite late so by the time I got home if I managed to stay for like an hour I'd be there and I'd sort of see the first match normally and then pass out and wake up you know in the main event at sort of four or five o'clock in the morning so I might see the beginning and the end by accident <laughs> um but, I mean that's a commendable effort if you uh, sit up and watch the whole thing were you drinking were you, I mean were you, were you on your own watching no, I was with friends. Mm. Were you boozing or? No. No. <laughs> exciting, exciting life. No, we just had energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had some, Dan Griffin made me drink something called Dragon Soup. Have you heard of Dragon Soup? Oh, that does not sound nice, whatever it is. No, it's like 7%. Um, I'm going to look it up now. We bought it from like a, we went out for a, a mid-drinking session snack. I bought like a, some sort of, I don't know what it was. It was like a, um, like a, some nan bread filled with something and uh, and a can of dragon soup dragon soup now is i'm just looking it up um oh i mean it looks disgusting jesus is it bright green it is um so dragon soup is it's, it's a, a multi-colored thing and it's, it's it's like a sort of red bull knockoff thing but it's a bit like um i'm not i've never really drank drinks but you know the sort of stuff you see I don't want to use the word goffs in a, in a, in a um, discriminatory or a, I've got nothing against goffs. Some, some, <laughs> some of my best friends are goffs. Um, but now like the sort of energy drinks, Adrian, like Monster and that sort of thing. It's a bit like that. Yeah. Um, it's 7.5%. Um, maybe that contributed <laughs> to me staying awake. But um, but yeah, but yeah, energy drinks are a good way ahead to, to stay awake, to, for normal people to stay awake, to have a swipe. I'm, I'm lucky with my job because I work a lot of nights. It's not unusual for me to be awake here. Yeah. At five in the morning, so it's not completely alien. But, You're adjusted. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. In in that respect, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So we we should really crack on and start talking about it. So um, we at the walkabout, we got there. I think we had to be in by eleven, and then they had um, a quiz which we didn't really make, and they had a raffle and stuff. But they were in between. They were playing um, wrestling themes like. The DJs playing wrestling themes all the way through. So Setting the atmosphere. Setting the atmosphere, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, um, they, they announced like, that it was going to be the men's match starting off, which I thought I was quite surprised by that. Yeah, it was very odd. And then the fa- fact that they also um, basically had the entire list of who was in it. Hmm. Uh, why? <laughs> yeah. Have you watched many previous Royal Rumbles? 
Uh, not many that I can remember. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I probably should have looked into the previous years, but... <laughs> well, I couldn't remember who won last year. It was Brock Lesnar last year, didn't he? I cannot remember. I think he did, yeah. It wasn't a very memorable one, because the one before that was uh, the Thunderdome era, well, which Edge won, which wasn't particularly great. I wasn't there, but the one before that was really, really... The 2021, which was like the last event, I think, before the pandemic, was was really good. They had a good, had a good sort of storyline running through the match yeah um but there's some um yeah there's some like real classic ones but generally they're not they're it was exciting the world rumble but when it when you actually go back and watch them there's very few which are really kind of sort of two or three that stick out um and you always like to have surprises don't you and it wasn't that's it there wasn't many surprises really over, over the two matches not yeah. big surprises you know nobody making their debut or anything like that or which in the past so when aj styles made his debut he made his debut at royal rumble and he'd never yeah. wrestled in wwe before at all but he was a, quite a big name in tna and in japan and other thing so when he turned up in the royal rumble it was like wow like nobody completely nobody expected that at all it was like a completely out of the blue thing um and there wasn't many of those was there have you um have you heard of hardy before this uh this the event? guy who had the awful song <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> No, you've never heard of him before? No. No, nor have I. They do this, don't they? They have these, obviously, they try and anyone who's vaguely kind of shows any interest in being involved with wrestling from like a celebrity standpoint. Yeah. Because they're so desperate to get any sort of mainstream crossover or sort of rub, they get these guys and sometimes you're like, I literally, I've never heard of this guy at all. Like, no. I, I, I don't really class myself as someone who's got the finger on the pulse of uh of pop culture anymore being 44 but um i'd never heard hardy I'm, I'm glad somebody of a younger age has never heard of hardy as well no uh, no idea who they are and when no. did it even come on like was it was it before the main event that they had him perform yeah yeah and obviously us being in the uk it's like it's nearly five in the morning yeah. i don't want this now but if you if you watch what i've realized this area you know they it seemed quite random at the time you'd be like, in between matches and even like a 10 minute Brock Lesnar video something like that or there was like a, a thing where they just went through the whole history of the judgment day yeah it's like that seemed but in the US as it, when it's, it's been shown on Peacock so in those bits so they're, they're showing ads and stuff like that so they have to put something in to fill the time so in the US they don't get that they'll be getting the, the, the Peacock ads yeah they'll be getting ads for other shows stuff like that so for us we have to sit through a 10 minute video about Austin Theory or something like that instead of you know so that's why, because they, they really seem out of place. Yeah. <laughs> like we've just seen Brock Lesnar get eliminated in the Royal Rumble, and then we get a, you know, a, a 10-minute video all about Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it's just kind it of doesn't like... really fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then the Hardy stuff, yeah, that was, again, yeah, putting it where it did, just before the main event. For us, lot, that was at sort of 4 o'clock in the morning. That's not a, you don't want that at 4 o'clock in the morning, do you? You want, no. want something that's going to kind of grab your attention to keep you awake. But, um, but Yeah. So the, the first sort of big surprise was um, he got Pat McAfee back to be on yes. commentary. That was the, good. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really know about Pat McAfee. I don't. I, I, don't I, I think some people really love him. I think he's one of those people who divides opinion. Yeah. People really like him, or people don't like him at all. Yeah, he's he's definitely Marmite. <laughs> yeah, because I'd never heard of him until he started he started doing. Um, I think you know when he did the pre-show stuff, he started doing some of those pre-show things for NXT. Yeah. Um, and he ended up wrestling in NXT a couple of times. And he had like he was one of those guys, probably the first of the 
sort of crossover people who were actually, when they wrestled, were like ridiculously good. Mm. A bit like with Logan Paul, who, again, not everybody's cup of tea, uh, to put it mildly. But in the old days, you used to get celebrities come in and they couldn't wrestle at all. They obviously they watched wrestling probably and thought, yeah, I know what to do. They got in the ring and just were <laughs> jokes. Whereas the, 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 the sort of newer breed of celebrity wrestling fans, uh, I mean, to, to be fair, Pat McAfee is a sportsman when he was he's a football player. Logan Paul boxes, and so these guys are athletes. So I suppose it's a bit easier if you are an athlete and you're a fan of wrestling, then you should be able to pick it up pretty quickly. Yeah, fit right yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, but he's um yeah one of those people. He's a bit of a, a marmite of a person. Yeah. But all right, so we'll get cracking. So the the first two, so Gunther's the first one out. Did you predict we were all there? Like that's going to be Sheamus. I didn't really guess which order that everyone was going to come out in yeah to be honest i think there's some obvious moments when gunther come out you thought well who's because like in, in history the one in two of a lot of the time you try and put it people have got some sort of storyline yeah going like in previously they've had tag teams started one is two um uh so there's generally they try and do something storyline based with the first couple because uh, i don't want to spoil it for you now it's not actually drawn <laughs> oh, obviously oh, well, there's got to be know. some kind of rhyme and reason yeah yeah but yeah so they come out and start battering each other um and then freeze the miz yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's the miz isn't it? the last minute announce <laughs> yeah so but that's it because they normally it's back in the old days they'd have like segments leading up with somebody that had to qualify for the rumble or but yeah in current times it just people just randomly announce i'm going to be in the royal rumble like so and when they, when they, especially when it gets to later on, when it gets to the last sort of four or five, because you, you already know who's been yeah. announced, you're thinking, well, hang on, there's like five people left. I know four people we definitely haven't seen yet. So that's four yeah. of those five people. So it ruins the spy, uh, surprise, really. It especially, does. Especially number 30 as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, Miz, uh, Miz is like number three. And then Kofi, number four. Yeah. Um, who normally tries to do really in in the past he's done like really intricate kind of he'll get thrown out and land on his hands or something like that or they they, they always try and do spots with him to you know original spots where he saves himself from getting eliminated which he tried again in this one but it's two years in a row now they cocked it up so i don't think they'll yeah. do it again this year. yeah um johnny gargano out next um and he, miz is the first one out yes after he gets battered by sheamus so that's Miz's kind of photo, like his function these days to yeah, be the sort of comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody, they, he's, he's he's got those faces, hasn't he? You want to kind of uh, easy target. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods is out at number six. Now that's one thing I I don't when you've got these thirty man battle royal, it seems a bit of a waste to have tag teams in it. Like the yeah. New Day, I suppose New Day are quite big stars, but like when we get the tag teams later on. It's kind of a bit like, well... You're going to have to go against each other at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they could use the spots for other yeah. people, you know? Like, we don't need... We don't need it's Chad Gable and Otis, do we, really, in the world? But, you know... Um, and Karrion Cross, out with his spooky intro. Do you like Karrion Cross? I I don't really have an opinion on him. I, no. I was a bit gutted that Scarlett wasn't going to be in the Rumble. I was kind of hoping that she would end up yeah, in the women's match, but... He's um he looks weird with hair carrying across. Like, That's the second he's... time I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> Maybe I need to look him up and see how he looks without hair. <laughs> he looks more I think he looks more menacing with her. When he uh, like when he had um he had a big run in TNA, 
before he came into WWE. When he came into the WWE, he was like this um, kind of threatening-looking sort of thug with shaved head, and he had Scarlet with him. He, he yeah. looks less less scary with, you know, sort of bouffant hair. <laughs> I think most people would do, to be honest. Um, it's like when you see um, John Cena without his hat on, and he's oh, got yeah, hair. No. I'm like, this is weird. That bowl patch he had in that match with um, his most recent match, when he took his hat off, and you could see, like, at the back, there's a... Yeah. The patch there, it's like, oh no, like, and he looks, he looks, he's turning into. Have you, do you watch the Ernest films? No. Oh, well, that's that's a shame. I mean, they're bollocks. But he, <laughs> uh, the guy from Ernest, Jim Varney, he, he's he's turning into the Jim Varney. He's always had a bit of Jim Varney about him. Um, again, it's got no relevance to anybody under the age of forty, probably. But he, he's turning into Ernest, John Cena, <laughs> and he just looks, yeah, with that the the. Because for so long he's had sort of shaved hair, so, you know. You get used yeah. to seeing some light, don't you? So when he took his hat off the other day, and he had like <laughs> he's got like like you know forty-year-old school teacher hair. It's like no, it doesn't look quite look right. No. And the patch as well. It's like I mean I mean no. Again, a caveat. Anything I say about hair, you have to take it with a pinch of salt because I'm the boldest man in the fucking world. <laughs> so. Um, and I think he suffers because he, he does the spooky stuff, doesn't he? Carrying cross. He's a bit he's a bit yeah. spooky with Charlotte. And I think it probably didn't help when Bray Wyatt come back. Because Bray Wyatt's the the main spooky man. Yeah. We've got everyone doing a bit of it now, haven't we? I know, that's the thing, yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, that what the, what does Carrying Cross do then? Because Bray Wyatt's the the, the the horror ghostly spooky man. Yeah. Carrying Cross is growing his hair out now. <laughs> he seems to be <laughs> going a different direction. So um, then Chad Gable comes out doing his shush thing, and then Drew McIntyre number nine, one of the first big guys. Out. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I thought, did you have who did you have down as um, potential winners for? Well, um, I just wanted Seth to win yeah. because, as I said in um, the previous one, I just yeah. want Seth to be used a bit more. So I was like, oh yeah. come on, let him win, and then. Obviously, they announced. Oh, my brain has just gone dead. <laughs> Cody is coming back. Yeah, Cody. Yeah. Announced Cody was coming back, and I was like, "Well, we know what's going to happen here." <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So in my head, I was thinking, "Well, we didn't know if Sammy was going to be in the rumble or not." So you think, "Well, you could see if Sammy was in it. Somehow, he could sneak a win, maybe." Yeah. Um, and it probably makes a difference when you know the the order, because previously in the past they've put like the the men's rumble on last and then they'll have the the men the the, the title match before and obviously whoever wins the title kind of gives you an idea about who's going to win the win the rumble so yeah. going back years ago when cm punk was champion he was champion for like over a year and he wrestled the rock in the royal rumble um and this was the year after cena and the rock had a match at wrestlemania and the night after they agreed they'd do it again at the next wrestlemania so you knew the wrestlemania was going to be cena and the rock so obviously the rock beat cm punk for the title so he knew that well who's going to win the royal rumble well it's going to be it's going to be john cena so it, yeah. was, it was yeah it was obvious so when they do it that way sometimes you can kind of tell who's gonna so you can spoil it a little bit um but i was thinking yeah so obviously cody seth rollins would could you could see seth rollins and roman reigns at wrestlemania yes yeah but we know um, it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen though but you could see that yeah because i i thought especially when we get to it later i thought cody was too obvious because they'd said Cody Rose is coming back. It's not a surprise. So I think, well, yeah, that's a bit 
And if it's come out in number 30 as well, I think that's against two. Yes, stupid. It's too obvious. It's too obvious. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I suppose Seth, Cody, Sammy, I'm assuming like Drew would have been an outside mm. shout, I suppose, but he won, it, he won it a couple of years ago. So Yeah. In um, Santos Escobar. Yeah. Yep, Santos Escobar. Uh, not going to win, is he, Santos? No. Um, and uh, Dawkins from the Street Profits. Again, like having tag teams in there, this seems yeah. like a bit of a... Um, Xavier Woods gets chucked out by Gunfair, and then Kofi also gets chucked out, and he balls up the spot. Yeah, and then, and then the we third... didn't hit anything after that. Like, yeah. is he injured? <laughs> yeah, Michael Cole was like, his foot was still on the chair, and I'm like, no, don't try and save it. Like, he's, he's out. Like, yeah. Um, and then I suppose another guy who probably wasn't spoken about much going into it. I mean, he only came out to Raw last week, but Brock was out then, number 12. So, I mean, if they wanted to go a safe way, Brock could have won it as well. Mm. He won it last year. Yeah, so he wasn't in there very long, was he? No, no, that was, yeah, that was interesting. Um, and he comes in and chucks everybody around, as always. All the yeah. <laughs> chucks out Gable, chucks out, yeah, a few people. Um, and then it turns out it ends up with Gunther and Lesnar sort of staring at each other. Yeah. And then Lashley comes out to have like the three big guys together. Yeah. And Lashley was on a mission. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he um, yeah, he comes in and chucks out Lesnar pretty much straight away. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah, it was, it was that's a good spot because that's like oh, you weren't expecting, expecting Lesnar to have a good run, but that's gonna go on to WrestleMania probably. Oh yeah, definitely. Which should be good. Which should be good. Especially with his uh little debacle afterwards <laughs> yeah 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 so Lesnar obviously goes nuts <laughs> as he does when he gets spread out and then uh he's the guy you want coming down if Lesnar's going nuts outside well Baron Corbin comes out and you think he's just gonna it's made for Lesnar to just come and take him out <laughs> just uh, take it out on him yeah 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 which yeah he's again he's, he's at a similar level as the Miz we want to just want to be yeah but he's I, I, do, I do quite enjoy Baron Corbin because there's not many people in wrestling that are kind of old school bad guys who because you look at like the, the main the main bad guys in wrestling i suppose reigns everybody still quite likes roman reigns don't they yep sneakily and there's not many people that people genuinely dislike i suppose you've got you've got a few like you've got corbin you've got i think most people dislike austin theory Oh, I can't. Yeah, see, that's a good skill though to have though. It's to, but I mean, he's probably he's smart though. I don't. Yeah. I think I think Baron Corbin's probably alright actually in real life, but Austin Theory, no, no, probably yeah, not so much. He's like a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm surprised he didn't he didn't have his phone on him. Oh uh, yeah, he still had a gimmick, didn't he, about taking the selfie? But yeah, he's got into trouble. I mean, if you look it up, he's got into trouble with his phone before in real um, life, sending pictures to. Younger people, but yeah, moving on. Um, that's another reason not. To, that's another reason really yeah. to, to not be a, a big fan of his. Um, yeah, so he gets beaten up before he even gets in the ring. Um, and then your mate comes down number fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, and I got a big like, in the walkabout. Everybody's singing on to his song as well. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I found in between as well, like the the ninety seconds. Some of them didn't feel like ninety seconds, but then, oh, as a friend pointed out, it was like, well, it's taken Seth ninety seconds just to walk down the ramp. Yeah. Oh it yeah. It's a long ramp as well, Laughing isn't it? It's a long up. ramp. Yeah. But yeah, don't those ninety seconds aren't. <laughs> if you if you if you if you've got a stopwatch and time between, there's some that are like way under ninety seconds, some that are way over ninety seconds. They just make it up as they go along. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's when we get to the, time. Yeah, that's when we get to the ladies, number 30 and the women's. That was completely oh, that was screwed up. Yeah. That up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he comes in and beats up Corbin, chucks yep, him in the ring and jumps her out. Yeah. <laughs> got to be done. Um, but he got, yeah, the, the reaction he got in the pub, like when uh, when he came out, the, everybody, everybody sings on to that song. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I still Otis, need that t shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Otis out next. And uh, then Ray Mysterio's music comes on, but he doesn't appear. Yeah. We find out why in a second. Um, it's um, Rollins chucks out Lashley then at that point. And they do mention that Ray's got all, he's got probably the worst son in the history of children which is uh is probably yeah and he's at next <laughs> holding uh holding ray's mask so we kind yep. of assume that he's beaten up ray yeah. so yeah he's he's probably one of my favorite characters now <laughs> yeah he's definitely growing on me i think he's it's one of those things if you if you put enough kind of effort into into a character you can get anyone you can make anyone sort of quite successful because doing the whole thing when he turned heel and put him with the judgment day and yeah. then it was the, the stuff with Rhea's a bit I will find that a bit weird, a bit weird. Um, oh I did come across a video earlier of Rhea and Dom training yeah and just the way they speak to each other he's like okay mommy yeah, like, yeah 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 oh oh no it's like in his early mid twenties, I mean, because they, they this year they're trying to sell it that he's like a, a teenager, but he's he's not a teenager. <laughs> he, he's got he's got all his faces, but but when he started doing the prison stuff, that kind of made him into a, a genuine sort of comedy character. Yeah. Um, because again now like his segments, you kind of look forward to his segments. You know they're gonna be silly, they're gonna yeah. be funny. Whereas when he was with Ray, he was fucking annoying basically. Like you know, that was probably one of the best moments in Cardiff was when he punched Edge in the balls. Yeah. Or kicked him in the ball, sorry, yeah. Um, but he comes down. Um, Elias comes in for a brief uh, in and out in sort of 30 seconds. Yeah. It's quite sad, because I like Elias. But I don't know what they're... I don't really know what they're doing with him. Who was it who took him out? Was it Sheamus and um, Drew? I think so, yeah. 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 And there's a few... They mentioned... They um, were chatting about the whole Bagger Bros thing, weren't they? Yeah. Which they, they can't use that anymore because of copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I wasn't aware. No, I wasn't. No, 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 no. Um, no, but they keep they were kind of skirting around the fact uh, about uh, the Banger Bros thing. Um, and Finn Balor comes out next. Yeah. I, I class myself as a I'm, I'm an open-minded chap, and um, I'm uh, I'm heterosexual. I'm a heterosexual male. Yeah. But I mean Finn Balor, Jesus. <laughs> like. I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a specimen, isn't he? He is a specimen. See, I don't that. really find him attractive. You're not? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get to some of my strange. I, I admitted a, a crush on a certain female wrestler in, in the Rumble, so we'll, we'll get your opinion on that later on as well. I didn't get down very well this weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, I look yeah. forward to it. Yeah, I look forward to that one. Um, but yeah, I think he just looks, yeah, he looks. And the whole Judgment Day thing, he's, that's been good it for him. him. Yeah. Again, he can do the kind of weedy kind of thing as well because he's smaller, you know. He's obviously got Priest as the big guy. Balor's like the the mastermind behind it. He's the best wrestler. Yeah. One of the best wrestlers, like, period. He's the best wrestler in the group. And he's got Rio, he's a beast, and then Dom's little weedy Dom, who, you know. Um, and it, the, the only, one of the only surprises is really Booker T. Yeah. Were you, were you excited to see Booker T? 
Well, I don't really know who he was. No, no, no. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, hang on a minute, wasn't he on the pre-show? Yeah, well, he's, I mean, it's not really that much of a surprise. He still works for the company. He, yeah. he commentates on NXT. So, sort of like a guy out of nowhere. Um, but I got a good little kind of reaction, I suppose. He came in the ring, did this little, uh, did his spinner Rooney. Yeah. And uh, he was in and out, got chucked out. Uh, Damien Priest then to join the lads in the ring. And then we were all going, right, the next guy is going to be, because we're all thinking Edge was going to be on the list of people that come back. Yeah. So it's one of those, you kind of telegraph the spot. You're thinking, well, they're all stood together in the ring. You're thinking, well, now it's going to be Edge. But it wasn't. They did, um, Dawkins came out. Then Montez Ford came out and got chucked out pretty quickly as well. Yeah. And then Edge came out. So they did it one after. Yeah. It would have been too obvious <laughs> for all the judgment they had to come out. And then Edge come out straight after. But he came out, obviously. That music's going to get a reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Of course it is. Yeah. That was one I didn't expect actually. I think that was the probably probably the best surprise of the night. Yeah, we kind of we like keeps one of those names you mentioned. Like it kind of makes sense for him to come back. You think he's going to be back for, for WrestleMania. So yeah, again, just for you know he's going to get a reaction. Back. Yeah. I mean when he came back um, in 2020 uh, for that Rumble, that was literally his first time back in well however many years it was since he retired. So there was there was kind of murmurs he might be coming back to do something but nobody expected him to come back and actually wrestle yeah you can imagine that reaction that was completely out of the blue like nobody even expected edge to be in the rumble so yeah. that was a fucking like a nuclear reaction and he come in and just everybody's thinking you know what's it gonna be like what's it gonna be like got in the ring and just sort of spearing everybody it's like <laughs> jesus like he's actually back um but yeah he uh he came in and he goes straight for the judgment day yeah the minute I so, saw him, I was like, "Bye." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets them all out, uh, but then he goes. Um, he uh, they all end up outside, don't they? And they um, he gets out. He gets Priest and Finn out, and um, then they team up to, to take him out. So Dom's left in the ring on his own. Yeah. But then they show him go back up the ramp, chasing after Finn and um, Priest. <laughs> hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rhea appears and takes him out. Yeah, and then Beth came out. And then Beth came out. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Setting up for something there. Yeah, definitely. But I expected her to be in the Rumble. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah, another name that wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Um. So here we got to we got to 24. Uh, I've got paper notes tonight. Find this. Don't go on proper retro. Um. Theory then to 25. Like, it might be one of those guys that eventually they crack it and make him into a a character people don't just completely despise. Yeah. So there's a difference between getting booed and just people don't want to see you mm. on cv so you might get there eventually but yeah he just comes across as being a twat yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah no time for him no no um now we're getting to the point where i'm thinking well we know there's five people left and i forgot about well i almost come out and I was like, oh yeah i kind of forgot about him because in my head i'm thinking well we've got cody and then Braun Strowman comes out. I was like, yeah, so Braun, I know Braun, I know Ricochet's in it as well. Yeah. So that left one one other spot. Um, but yeah, Braun comes out, um, takes out Omos. Then Ricochet, Braun's little mate, comes out. And there's a few moments. Gunther chucks out Sheamus and Drew. Well, I mean, he was, you probably didn't see Gunther. So Gunther, I mean, he's a beast, Gunther. Yeah. But he, when he, uh, again, I'm, I'm speaking to... But I'm speaking to you because you don't really know a lot of this stuff. I 
I'm going to sound really knowledgeable. I'm not knowledgeable at all. Most people are <laughs> far more knowledgeable than me. But when it, when I first saw Gunther was when he was in um, uh, NXT UK. And I've seen him videos and stuff like on the Indies. But he was a big guy, probably weighed another, I don't know, 50, 60 pounds. And he wasn't in that kind of shape. He was called Walter then. Um, but he was still, his big thing was he's a giant. He's yeah. a big guy as well. But he'd still fly around, fly off the top rope, do all that stuff. He just looked so much bigger than everybody else. Um, and then when they brought him back, or they brought him onto the main roster, they changed his name to Gunther from Walter. Everybody was like, what are you like, doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, which is, which is, which is fair enough. But then he booked him like an idiot for a bit as well. So that's the main thing, like with um, Pete Dunne being called Butch. Yeah, I've heard like, about this. What the, the fuck are you doing? Like, it's Pete Dunne. Um, but actually, when they actually booked him into good storylines, did stuff in William, like, you forget about it. You forget about the name. Yeah. You know, when he was involved in the whole war game stuff and that with um, Bloodline, like, he was brilliant. So you forget that actually he's got a stupid name. But with Walter, yeah, but he looks now, he's streamlined. And at first, it was like he kind of taken a bit away from the original presentation. His big gimmick was he didn't look like he could fly. He didn't like he should be quick. He looked big and imposing. But he had that, and he added the high fly and stuff to it. Now he's slimmed down. He's probably not as physically imposing. I mean, he still is. Um, but he looks more like a, I don't know, I suppose he looks more... He looked unique before, like a yeah. guy who shouldn't be able to do all that stuff. Whereas now he's slimmed down. I mean, still, he's still amazing, and it's good that he's getting. Because again, when Vince was in charge, um, he wasn't. I don't think Vince was particularly a fan. He's a Triple H guy. So since Triple H has been in charge, there's been all those incredible matches, like the match at Cardiff and yeah, all those all those matches, and he's been booked really well since then, which is good because yeah, he's he's a, definitely a talent. Um, and then 29 is Logan Paul. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't really know much about. It. I mean, I, I kind of knew of Logan Paul, but you know, he's a bit of a yeah. twat. Yeah. Yeah. But he's but a good wrestler. Each time, each time he comes out, I just think, ugh. Mm. But then he wrestles, and I'm like, why are you doing this to me? I'm like, yeah. I don't like you, but you have talent. Mhm. Yeah. And yeah. Like, no, just stop it. <laughs> yeah, just a really annoying because he's yeah he's. I mean, that match with Roman Reigns and stuff, I mean, he, he seems like a natural. Yeah. Which, well, those really annoying people. He's probably just quite good at everything. Probably. So and when you get those people who are quite good at everything, they're generally twats, aren't they? Yeah. Because they're full of self-confidence and self-worth because they're actually, anything they do, they kind of can pull off and be really good at. Just apart from being a <laughs> apart from being a reasonable human being. He hadn't cracked that bit yet. But, you know, <laughs> everything else, everything else, he's, he's nailed. Um, it's a 29 and then 30 is Cody. Yeah. Which I got no issue with him winning, but coming out at 30. This, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. That sort of thing like Hulk Hogan used to get. Like, he come out at like 29, something like that. So, you know, those going to win anyway. Like, yeah. It's like, you're you know, not in there for long. Come on. But to be fair, they did spend a good sort of 10 minutes with the two of them at the end. Oh, yeah. So, there was that. At this um, point, I was just kind of like, okay, we know you're going to win. This is dragging on now. Well, I had a, I had a thought because when it sort of breaks down, um, so dear Dom, I was Dom still in at this point as well. Yeah. He tries to do the the old Eddie Guerrero thing, the Three Amigos. He does the, he does a suplex on the floor, spins round, gets up, does another one, does that. So which is a twat move because the whole, again, this is a storyline you're going to believe. So in um like in the 2000, um there was a storyline with have you ever seen eddie guerrero wrestle no 
no, no, he, he was amazing, Eddie Guerrero. But he's a Mexican wrestler, and um, he turned heel. So he he was a guy. He came in in the two thousands and had a run, and he was always like really highly rated. He was in WCW and that before, and ECW, and came to WWE with um, there was him and Chris Benoit. You probably might, would have heard <laughs> for, for, for bad reason. Uh, Dean Malenko, and they all came from WCW, but they're all like really big stars or like potential big stars, like great wrestlers. He struggled for a bit in WWF um, with injuries and drugs and got released. Then he came back and he looked different. He'd probably been on the roids, uh, looked sort of twice the size. He was always a really good wrestler, but he sort of came into his own as a character then. He did some stuff a bit like the whole Lita, uh, the whole China and Dom thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Rhea and Dom thing. So he hooked up with China, which may be where they're going with the, with the Dom, to be honest. Maybe. Um but he used to call her his mammy and things like that. So, because obviously she was, he, he wasn't very big. So she towered so over. Weird. Oh, no, yeah. So she towered over him. Uh, but eventually he got a run as champion um, in 2003, 2004. He turned heel after that. And Ray had just come in. Um, and he had a big feud with Ray. And he turned heel on Ray. They were a tag team. He turned heel on Ray. And then he said he was going to reveal um, Ray's dark secret. So it's a big storyline where Eddie was going to reveal Ray's dark secret. And the dark secret was that his son, Dominic, who was probably about five or six at the time, and they actually were doing this on TV, uh, that Eddie was actually Dominic's real dad. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that then went on for a while. And they had a paternity pole match or something like that. It was pretty, uh, yeah. Um, but he, to be fair, he looks more like if you if you believe the storyline he looks a lot more like Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero than he does uh Ray Mysterio um but yeah just go much go much go watch from Eddie Guerrero match he was great but that's the whole thing so when he's doing those three amigos thing it's like he's pissing on the lineage of his of of, of Eddie Guerrero in like in storyline actually for a while was yeah supposed to be his dad and when he gets to the top rope and does the frog splash thing the little shimmy that's like a that's like an Eddie Guerrero thing as well um but yeah, that's a brief history of Eddie Guerrero in in two minutes. Obviously, he died really young from a I think he had a, a heart related issue, but he'd he'd lived a life of booze and drugs and stuff. But he was one of those guys who seemed to be in a really good place. Yeah. And then he just found in a hotel dead at the age of I don't think he was even forty, to be honest. Which was nuts. On that cheerful note. <laughs> um, it's a last. A little four. morbid there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what wrestling used to be like really everybody was roided up to the gills and if you wanted to get big like in the business you'd have to yeah. roid yourself up and you'd be on the road every night taking pain painkillers everybody was like 300 pounds or like it was it was nuts whereas now it's a lot more there's certain elements of wrestling which aren't as you know still pretty unhealthy but general health wise for wrestlers they're you know it's it's more you see like the people what's rollins rollins is probably about 220, 225, 230. Like, he's not really big, is he? He doesn't have to be yeah. big anymore to be to be a wrestler. But, yeah, you know, I get off my soapbox there, right? So, uh, so the the last four, so we got the big spot with Logan Paul and Rick, Ricochet, don't we, when they're on the, they're still on either side of the ring and they both dive and take each other out. That was nuts, wasn't it? <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's annoying, isn't it? Because you don't want to like the guy, but that was, no. yeah. <laughs> Just was great. stop with this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we end up to so the last four is what we think the last four is Cody, uh, Gunther, 
Seth and Austin Theory. But we, I I noticed that Logan Paul disappeared. He hadn't been thrown out. If you go on to the wrestling Jeebus, he took a video of the bar when Logan Paul came out and the reaction of the walkabout in Leeds when Logan Paul came out. Everybody's there, like, with their head in their hands. Oh, this fucking guy. Because like, <laughs> you, you all knew he was going to be good, though. That's the thing. It's like, we just don't want don't to see him, really. Uh, so in my head, I was thinking, I could see them, because he's a big star. I could see him winning it. They could give it to him. So that was kind of, I was thinking, mm, I don't want that. But you could see it happening. Because, again, these other matches ranged before. And you know what media attention they get if he won it. So yeah. my heart was kind of sinking a little bit. He's going he's gonna to win it. Um, so Cody checks out Theory. And then you get, like, a bit of a stare down between... Cody and Seth. Yeah, because they have yeah. history. They have history from last WrestleMania. And it looks like they're going to go at it. And Logan Paul runs in and chucks out Seth Rollins. Yeah. I can imagine your reaction like that point. Livid. <laughs> but I think we might have yeah. further storylines with Seth and Logan. Yeah, yeah. And that would be a good match as well. Because, again, Seth yeah. Rollins puts on a good match against everybody. And, yeah, that would be a great match. Um and they said then Gunther has broken the record for the longest in a in a Royal Rumble match. Yeah. Um, but uh, we end up getting rid of uh, Logan Paul, um, and then Cody and Gunther go at it. Then so yeah, I mean at this point you're thinking well Cody's going to win because Gunther Roman Reigns doesn't make any sense, does it? No. No, no. But they give it a good ten minutes between the two of them, and, and obviously the big thing with Cody was the when he had that pec injury, you know the picture oh, from that when, and he's a good guy to go in because. Because Gunther's got those chops, and Cody's yeah. got that that sort of coloured chest where you can take a good seven or eight chops on there. It's going to see like the blood vessels burst in like uh, his chest yeah, is bright it, red. But it, it just a couple of times. Went. I thought a couple of times that Gunther might win, but um, eventually Cody wins, um, and you get the fireworks and the big, uh, you know, the kind of whole story around his history and that. And, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go into. Dusty, <laughs> but I could go think of an hour on Dusty Rhodes and that. Uh, but I, I was thinking because he, so his, his dad was a massive star in NWA, sort of before. So when WWE was becoming big, like in the 80s when Hulk Hogan went through and WrestleMania started, Dusty was the kind of big star. So all in NWA was Dusty and Ric Flair were like two stars, and but they were also involved in um, in the booking of the shows. So in WWE, it's always been Vince. Vince is always in charge. Vince booked the shows. Vince did all this, did all that. But in NWA, it was all done by, by committee, yeah. And they had they sort of change around. He was in charge of booking stuff. So Dusty Rhodes was in charge of booking a lot of the shows. I think he fell out with the other members of the booking committee, and he got um, was said like, if you want, you can leave. So Vince got wind of this and signed him to uh, WWE. And obviously, he was uh, in theory one of the biggest stars in America. Yeah. And they gave him like the the shittest gimmick of all time. They made him dress up in like uh, polka dots and oh be a little. Because he was quite a big guy, Dusty yeah. Rhodes. Um, but yeah, go back and look. Yeah, and they kind of made him like he was like the common man. So there was videos showing him being a plumber and like unblocking people's toilet and doing stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> like in NWA, he was like one of the. He's a, like a, a multiple time world champion. But it always seemed to be a bit like Vince kind of got him in and then give him a shit gimmick to say, like, ah, actually, mate, we signed you and we're going to make you like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Which really, in theory, is just throwing money away, isn't it? It is. <laughs> Which, yeah, not that Vince is a vindictive man or anything like that. But, yeah, that's that's kind of what they did. And they had, um, uh, you, you heard of the Million Dollar Man? Yeah. 
yeah so his is um different times but his kind of bodyguard slash servant was a black guy uh called virgil and uh that's not really a common name virgil but that was okay. dusty Rhodes' real name virgil mm. so it was kind Is of after a, thunderbirds possibly possibly <laughs> so it was kind of a bit of a dig it dusty Rhodes. but then when virgil went to wcw later on they called him vincent oh as a dig it very petty very petty and to be fair this made nobody any money at all so it was all a complete fucking uh waste of time complete waste of time yeah yeah like me talking about it really um yeah so that was uh, as a match there was some good it it was a bit predictable though come the end yeah yeah and i mean gunther has made a big star probably in that you know hopefully going forward WrestleMania, you might see him in yeah. a Sheamus again, or there's, there's plenty of matches going forward. It makes him look like a viable kind of threat. Yeah, they um, definitely set up for a lot to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, be interesting. Right, now we get on to the, on to the spooky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, the pitch black match then. So, the. Mounted Dew. I mean, it's an odd concept, really, isn't it? Having all that kind of spooky shit tied in with actually this is a match sponsored by a by a drink um yeah but uh so do you do you like the i know you're a horror fan same as me do you like the uh the bray white stuff the, the recent i like stuff? the bray white stuff just yeah. that mountain dew pitch black match was awful he <laughs> didn't like it no no it looked like you had gone to like a bowling alley when mm. they've got it all neon and it's like party or you know a rave yeah i just thought this is stupid yeah yeah i mean it was quite i mean watching it in the because you know there was no precedent for anything that was there so we didn't know what what was it going to be yeah like which and, version of bray were we going to get yeah but a, a pitch black like, what, what even is a pitch black match yeah is it be wrestling in the dark like well that's initially what i thought when bray came out just with his um lamp yeah and i was like is this gonna be it but he's gonna put it in the middle of the ring and off you go yeah yeah um but yeah so for anyone who hasn't watched it i imagine most people listening to this have watched this whole thing so but yeah i mean i do find that the because when break him out you could see he's got some sort of makeup on or something can't you but i didn't yeah when the, when the lights went off and it was like the yeah ultraviolet makeup and shit i look i think that looked cool that did look cool um just the match itself wasn't very good either <laughs> No, I wasn't. I mean, it wasn't going to be a. Because I mean, I don't want to let you into a bit of a secret. But Bray Wyatt's matches aren't very good. <laughs> Everything else around it is 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 quite good. It's great, but the the matches generally it must be difficult to wrestle in. Like he's. I'm trying to think back to like when he first came in and he he had some feuds with John Cena and Daniel Bryan and when he was this is pre themed. This is like cult leader Bray Wyatt some reasonable matches then i'm trying to think has he ever had he's had some good he's had some good matches but with good people like again with cena yeah yeah good matches with cena good feuds with cena um some stuff with punk and brian stuff like that there was there were some good matches but in recent times it's become more about the the gimmick and the yeah that kind of side of things and the spookiness um so but i mean yeah visually it looks different doesn't it yeah <laughs> different I'm a bit, I, I don't want them to do that again <laughs> no I mean definitely will but stuff like when they um when he went through the table and all that stuff went all over the floor like the yeah like yeah. yeah you just have a pot of that there on your desk ready <laughs> yeah yeah but it doesn't last for a, a long match is it 
Um, no. No. It's interesting. I mean, LA Knight was, was again. He was in TNA and NWA and stuff in, in recent years. And um, it's quite nice to see him getting a decent sort of. Again, what I mean after this, what what, <laughs> what happens next for LA Knight? I don't know. But um, it's a. I mean, Bray wins pretty. Anyway, you know, take away entrances and what happens after the match is probably about five minutes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like Bray what wins. happened after the match. <laughs> yeah. Because then he goes and he goes in the corner. He comes back with like a different. But like with yeah. a mask on, don't they? With, with He's more got, like, different glowing makeup. red eyes. And... Yeah, I mean visually, I think it looks like really good. It's very cool. Um, he did. I, I, the rest of the match and stuff, yeah, didn't. And then he ended up going back, don't he? And he go, he's gone into that kind of the, like the fiend was where you couldn't really stop him hitting him with a kendo stick and stuff. And yeah. Um, and then they go up onto the stage and he takes him down, doesn't he, with the the claw, mandible claw, and then we see. <laughs> Uncle Howdy! Uncle Howdy! Now, I watch his back. He, he misses by quite a distance, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched that much back, but I have seen a load of videos yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, he misses and just, yeah. But then there's fire and all sorts of flames out there and stuff. And, yeah, and then we and see up in the. Puppets. <laughs> up in the, the puppets come to life. I'm glad because we've not seen those since the, when he first came back. And I thought that could be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things that like, you don't really know. Like last time when he did the whole stuff with the fiend, and then it kind of expanded to then have Alexa Bliss involved in that. And they at WrestleMania, have you, have you watched that match with him and Randy Orton at WrestleMania? Yeah. 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 <laughs> after that, obviously, because Bray Wyatt left not long after that. Um, but then it's, it's one of those things when you've got, when we get to the main event. So long-term storytelling in wrestling is, is is great. When it's done well, it's amazing. But like with all things, it's like with most TV programs, you things like things like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Did you, did you watch Game of Thrones? I did. Yeah. And I, I love Game of Thrones. It was great, wasn't it? But the ending yeah. was crap, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the, like, it, that's the skill is you could write five, six series of shows, but that is the real knack is getting the, getting the ending. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're never going to be, never going to satisfy anybody with an end into a story. But as long as you get it kind of like 75% of people actually, you know, are on board with it. And that's what a lot of these kind of with wrestling, wrestling different. Obviously, people might get injured. People might get fired halfway through, which happened yeah. during the pandemic. People have vignettes on TV for like returns. And then the week after, it's just been released. It's like, well, <laughs> like, it cost a lot of money to make these vignettes. You didn't even get a wrestle there. So, it doesn't always work like that in wrestling, but that is the, and that's what worries me with the Bray Wyatt stuff. It's like, I like it. And yeah. And he came back and he was like, I'm a different man. I'm a changed man, you know. I mean, that was quite interesting to me. But then as time's gone on, slow, like even the other week, they did the, they did the firehouse, firefly firehouse thing again, didn't they? And the other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's lazy to kind of just eventually, oh, wait, eventually he's just going to turn back into kind of what he used to be. It seems a bit lazy in a way. It's like, well, we had the, you know, the the story of him having various different personalities, things like that. And it's like, well, actually, eventually, you know, it's just going to go back to the end. It's like, well, that's not really, yeah. So we'll see where it ends up. But Yeah. Um, It'll be entertaining whilst it lasts anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, so, yeah, we'll see. And uh, it, but again, the, the matches aren't. No. <laughs> Apologies to uh, all those Bray White fans out there. Um, but yeah, right. So what comes next? Next is the um... Bianca and oh, yeah. Alexa. So that didn't help this match, did it? Really, having all that spooky stuff in the match before. Yeah. And with the stuff going on with 
with Alexa and they've they're kind of not very subtly hinting that she's going to be, or she's involved in the whole Uncle Howdy. That's his subtle. He's actually fucking, he's been at her matches, hasn't he, the last sort of two or three uh, weeks. Yeah, he's just there appearing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, he's not going to appear tonight. She's just gone through a, just gone through the floor. <laughs> yeah. That kind of ruined his plans for the rest of the evening. Um, but that didn't really, yeah, it didn't help that much being straight after a match with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy and stuff in. So there's none of that really in the matches. It only comes afterwards. You get a little video, but um, but yeah, I mean, I like Bianca Belair. But uh, again, Alexa Bliss. I know you're a fan, <laughs> but she's not. Jaggers. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's um, I don't know. She's she hasn't wrestled that much. You know, I spoke about one of the the, the shows um going back last year, I think. So she had a run when she, she came in and she got pushed pretty hard when she came up from NXT. Was world champion a few times, and she got a nasty injury around the time of the women's um, revolution pay per view. Yeah, and she's never really been sort of full time wrestling week in, week out since then. So, um, and like with this, she was kind of tagging along with Bianca and Asuka, wasn't she? Until that kind of broke down, and then she sort of turned on Bianca. Um, again, this match wasn't given much time either, was it? It was only probably no. seven or eight minutes. And you're kind of expecting, I mean, Bianca just wins, don't you? Yeah. There's not really much. <laughs> I kind of, I expected Bianca to win. I know I would love to see Alexa win, but I was yeah. like, it's not happening tonight. <laughs> no, no. And then we get the, the spookiness afterwards with the, the video showing their stuff from her past and the Uncle Howdy stuff. And so I suppose that might, that will go on. Yeah. I think that's kind of what needs to happen next. So I know at the moment Alexa's like, I don't need Bray, I don't need Uncle Howdy, but yeah. like, no, you you need to kind of accept that you do hmm. to move forward. I think that's where they're kind of going with that storyline. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, fingers crossed. And like, hopefully they do a good job with the story and everybody's happy. And they, I, I suppose got, it's all got the Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. So, yeah, we'll see what happens in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's a women's match now, isn't it? Women's Rumble? Yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, again, there wasn't many. No. There's, there's a couple of surprises in this, but... So I was surprised when Rhea was oh, number one. yes. You know? Because she's still selling the injury from being speared by Beth. Yeah. Like, I I knew she was going to win. She was the obvious win. But for her to come out at number one, I was a bit like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Liv had mentioned on TV she was going to be over number one, number two, didn't she? So that wasn't... I, I forgot all about that. When she came out, it was like, oh, yeah, I remember that being on... TV, so it was yeah. Rhea and Liv. They had a good run. They were the final, Yeah, yeah, they went all the way through to the end, yeah. But there's some... I feel sorry, because I've got all the women, but I, I mean, A, it's a second Rumble match, which doesn't help, I don't think. Yeah. And some of the women don't get kind of reaction that some of the guys got, because, again, some of them aren't that sort of well-known or popular. or. And again, I think, um, again, if you go back to 2020, 2019, that was when NXT was really strong. So people like Rhea... Um, Nikki Cross, Bianca, they were all in it, but they were in it from NXT. Yeah. So they were kind of like surprises. So when they came out, they got like massive reactions. That's when NXT was at its best. And like Dakota Kai and uh, EO Sky and that, they were all they were all in those Rumble matches, but they were all kind of big stars in NXT at the time. So when they came out, they got like massive reactions. So, but where NXT now is not that. I mean, there's a lot of younger people in NXT, but it's not the kind of hip popular yeah. brand it was two or three years ago so the guys get managed to get a bit of a reaction but not yeah so yeah but we get um dana brooke 
I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge your reaction to each of these women, see if you uh, <laughs> if you're a fan or not. So yeah, to Dana Brooke, you fan of Dana Brooke? Mm, again, not really familiar. No. But to be honest, she doesn't really wrestle. That's good. Yeah. A lot of these women on there in this match because they haven't got as many women. Yeah, and these guys never on TV. These guys. Yeah. Use the same each time. <laughs> yeah, and they never. A lot of these people are never on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. So it's kind of a bit like, well, what do you expect um, when they come out? Um, and Emma. Again, not a name I was familiar <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's. I mean, she's on SmackDown now, but she was. Um, she was one of like the original NXT women to with yeah Paige and yeah. Becky and Sasha and she was in that sort of group. She came up to the main roster a bit earlier. She wasn't quite as good a wrestler as those guys, but she had a really good character. And then she got released. She got done for. I think she got done for nicking an iPod in Australia or something like that, like quite <laughs> randomly. I think it's by accident or something like that. But she got released long after that. Um, but they brought her back this year. For some reason, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really sure why they brought her back. Just to, I mean, in a horrible way, Filling probably space. <laughs> make the numbers up, probably, which is which is sad because I, I think she's good. But um, and Shayna, I love Shayna. Yeah, I mean, she should she should be doing more than she does now, shouldn't she? You know, you're not a fan. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I love. She sounds. She's, her voice is exactly the same as Nelson, which I quite enjoy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard her speak. No, no. <laughs> she, do you remember when she had the stuff when she was, when Alexa was stalking her, when Alexa was, um, when she was hypnotising Reggie and, uh, you remember that? No. Oh, God. I don't want to go back to that story, like. Like, was, is just like, no. She was, that's when she was doing the Fiend stuff. I think it was, maybe that was after Bray had left, maybe. Maybe it was post-WrestleMania. But she was using mind control on, this is not, I'm not making, I'm not on drugs, oh, people. Oh, yeah. Remember that, she was using mind control on Nia Jax and yeah. Shayna Baszler and Reginald. The, uh, um, what was it? He was a, uh, I don't know, he was a wide motionless from that, wasn't he? I can't I remember. Like, remember. <laughs> no, it's not. It I can only vaguely it. remember the mind control. Yeah, it wasn't a good time, was it, really? <laughs> so, no. No. Um, but I like Shayna. Bailey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no? I... I feel like she's Marmite. So I know okay. loads of people that really, really like her, whereas yeah. I just find her annoying. I think that's the that's the gimmick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think if you if you'd only probably seen her in this gimmick, then you probably think she just yeah. But previously she was like super happy, positive, facey face girl with a ponytail, side ponytail, which everybody loved. Everybody loved. She was like a yeah. big underdog. Um and then one day she's come out with the wacky inflatable waving arms, men. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then when she yeah. when she turned heel, she came out with a uh, big knife and she stabbed the uh, wacky inflatable waving arm men, and that was her heel okay. turn. Mm, yeah, and she got a haircut like uh, um, <laughs> which she's got a haircut. Uh, yeah, um, a B-fab. Not a name, I know. B-fab. No, she's one of uh, Hit Road, but no, very good. Uh, she's in for thirty-six seconds. Wow, so, that was not long at all. No, Clearly, I missed too it. Long. 36 <laughs> seconds is too long, I think. Uh, Roxanne Perez, she's the NXT Women's Champion. Oh, she's yeah, like, I, I, she's like I heard that name. but 21, 22, she's really young. Um, Dakota Kai? Yep. Yeah, fan of Dakota. Again? No, it's a hard audience, mate. Um, yes, yeah, I mean, she was honest, but she was, um, she was quite good in NXT. Yeah. But she had a, like, what made her character, she was like, a kind of annoying face and they had a war games match in nxt for the women and she 
turned on one of her partners. I think it was her in Tegan Knox, the last two in. And when the cage door opened, she turned around, she picked up Tegan Knox and locked her in the locked her in the cage. <laughs> and that was that was like a kind of a like big moment that would come yeah. out as a as a heel. Um, Dana Brooke gets shot. I think Dana Brooke's the first one after B-Fab, She's the first one out. And she um, she saves Emma first, and she's like that. That goes back to an NXT storyline from a long time ago, which wasn't really worth not really worth bothering. But that was around about the time Asuka came into NXT. Yeah. And um, they tried to kind of gang up against Asuka, and Asuka just annihilated the both of them. Um, more of Asuka later on. Mm-hmm. Um, damage control then is sort of taking charge yeah. of it and chuck out Emma and uh, Roxanne. Natalia. Yeah. With a reconstructed nose, apparently. Goat. <laughs> the goat? Yeah, I don't like Natalia. Uh, see, I'm so glad you said that because mm. I have been judged for being like, oh, I don't really like her that much. No, no. I, I just feel like I know she's she comes from a really strong wrestling background. Yeah. But for me, I just find her boring to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not alone. She's she's been around for years as well. Yeah. She's if anything, she's got worse year on year. She's not great. <laughs> Is it? But she's still got a job. A bit like somebody else comes up later on. Um, Candice LeRae, Candice, Johnny Wrestling's, Mrs. Wrestling's. See, this is the first time I have seen her as well. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, she's like, I mean, when she's in, again, to me, with my, with my knowledge of the Indies, which is like non existent, but she was like, she wrestled this really like graphic, bloody matches in the Indies. That was kind of what her whole kind of gimmick is. Yeah. She looks like a sort of like a princess, and but she's actually a badass. But she doesn't really get to show that in WWE. She did in, when she was in NXT. She was involved in a few like those War Games matches. But in WWE, kind of like same with Johnny Gargano, they kind of brought them both up, which is a Triple H thing. I think Vince would have not hired any of them back. Um, and it's nice to see them on the main roster and on TV and stuff. But it's kind of like actually know what they're supposed to be doing there yeah. really I mean, they're both really good wrestlers um but i mean i don't know what the kind of what long-term goal is i think johnny gargano they're probably waiting for tommaso champa to come back and then stick them together as a team because they were amazing as a team um but yeah as uh, we start nxt didn't know that no. one either no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> these are all very new names zaya lee with a big stick no she was she's on smackdown but she was on nxt um Damage control chuck out. Oh no, EO chucked out Candice Theray. But when the whole damage control, everybody was ganging up, I was like, "You're waiting for Becky to come out, aren't you?" Yeah. A few times, like this got to be Becky. This got to be Becky. And it, I think it did like twice. With Edge, it was like the next one after. This is like two after, but then Becky yeah. comes out. Like, um, come on. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Like, you're gonna get started now, like the match. Um, we should go straight for Bailey. Um, and they end up fighting outside, don't they? And then Becky's out for a bit. Yeah. But she gets chucked over the table into the pile of Daglo shit, which is left over from the yeah from the Mountain <laughs> match. Like here you go, you can glow in the dark now. Yeah, a Tegan Knox. A now, name I'm familiar with, but again, yeah, don't really know what she does. She's, I mean, the nicknames the girl with the shiniest wizard. Now I feel slightly uncomfortable with Michael Cole banging on about that all the time because it doesn't sound, does it? It sounds. This has got. To me, it's like it's got weird connotation, you know. I did wonder what he was going on about. Yeah, but that's, that's, that is a wrestling move, the Shining Wizard, like a big knee kind of thing. But the girl with the shiniest wizard, it's <laughs> giggity. It's, I mean, I just me saying it. I, I feel I feel uncomfortable saying it myself. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is the Michael Cole continuously say it. Oh uh, yeah, not great. Um, then Asuka. Yeah, 
Again, so, a character I don't really like. Do you know, I've forgotten about her, to be honest. <laughs> when the music came on, I was like, oh, yeah, great. And she came out because she had a different mask on as well. Yeah. And then when she took the mask off, it's like, oh. So she's done this character, this sort of different version of herself in Japan. Again, I know nothing about Japanese wrestling at all. But she's, I think she was called uh, Kana. She was doing yeah. it in Japan. But like, it's basically it's a scary scarier version of her normal self with that makeup i mean she's i think she's i think she's great asuka um but yeah so that's kind of it if that's the gimmick gonna be going forward with her i hope it is because she's she's yeah she yeah she's when she was in nxt they kind of pushed her i think she was she was nxt champion for i can't know i think it was like about 18 months and then she just moved up to the main roster and just um gave the title up she never never got beat for it so she was pushed and then the first Women's Royal Rumble, she won. Um, and you think of wow. And then she went to WrestleMania and lost to Charlotte. It's like, oh, ugh. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like Charlotte. I'm glad, I'm glad that was one of the benefits of her not being on the show. Was, yeah, um, I was there thinking, is Charlotte going to come out? I was thinking, that, like, <laughs> she's already a world champion. She's not on the card. It's like, mm, surely she's going to come out at some point. But mm-hmm. she didn't. So that was good. Um, she chucks out Tegan Knox. That's good. Sorry. Uh, Piper Niven. <laughs> I recognise her, but Dewdrop. not as Piper. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it is Dewdrop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got rid of that awful name. Oh yeah, because I mean, she's genuinely a really good wrestler, and it's almost like a bit of a throwback to the old days when they give like give people a name as a bit of a piss take. So yeah, I think that's like kind of what I mean, I'm assuming that was Vince's idea to call her Dewdrop, to be honest. <laughs> Most likely. Really, like she's a proper badass who can fly around a ring and squash yeah. people quite viciously which is kind of what she did in this match so hopefully you know if they're going to book her correctly she's going to be a good run so and i was sat with simmy uh thomas simpson from glasgow um and he was like yeah it's great to see her like and nikki cross as well come in later on but the last six was like with two scottish women he was like yeah, yeah. This, is, uh, this is amazing <laughs> um but yeah and then um tamina another name i'm not familiar with I'm not no <laughs> um, she's um jimmy snookers do you know jimmy snookers no uh, we won't go down that road but she's her <laughs> she's her daughter and she's been around first so she initially came in so and she made her main roster debut she was manager of the usos okay so they feuded with so there was natalia and uh tyson kidd who's natalia's husband and uh harry smith who's the british bulldog's son so they were called like the new Heart Foundation kind of thing, and they came in as a as a, as a trio. Yeah. So she wrestled and was kind of manager, and then the Usos debuted, and they were like they're all from the kind of Samoan lineage. So they yeah. debuted, and they were like kind of feuding with each other for a while. So but she came in and she was like doing splash off the top rope, and she was, I mean, to be fair, that was probably about 15 years ago or so. So she's, um, I mean, she had a lot of injuries. Again, she's never particularly been booked too well, like made to wear pretty unflattering stuff in the ring and sort of like oh yeah. she's a monster like she's a freak or something it's like jesus like um but again she's kind of one of those people which are just there really making up the number she's not on tv that much anymore and you know um but yeah and then chelsea green chelsea no, green i know that name <laughs> is that great <laughs> she was wife? at fight was she yeah she's um i mean i, I suppose i was i was half expecting her husband to be in the in the men's match as well because yeah. um she's a stranger because she was in impact in tna i think that's when she got first got kind of 
on mainstream TV. This is going back probably four or five years ago. And she was really good in that. And then she, I think she got signed to WE and had a really brief run. They didn't really know what to do with her. Yeah. Fired her and then they brought her back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. She's a decent wrestler. Um, and I, I'd, I'd quite like if they brought, but I mean, to be fair, he's doing all right, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder on the Indies. Yeah. He seems to be making a, a decent wage for himself. And I quite like him to come back as well and they could do something. Um, Fingers crossed that we do get. To... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Be quite, I mean, she'll probably get fired in a couple of months' time. You know, no, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's setting new records. Yeah. Five in seconds. and out. Yeah. That's quite impressive. Um, and Becky comes back in the ring and chucks out Yo Sky and Dakota Kai. Um, yeah. And the Bailey for hers out. Throws her out. That's going to be WrestleMania match, isn't it? Definitely. I think so. And then um, Liv chucks out Bailey. So that kind of solves that little puzzle there. Um, Selena Vega. Yeah, I know that one. She dresses the character from the new Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Writing that. That was interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, she, I think she always, she always just, like, she always does some sort of cosplay thing for Royal Rumbles. Yeah. But like Becky, Becky Lynch always wears something interesting, doesn't she? Yeah. On pay-per-views, or does something slightly different. It, it's kind of, I mean, again, uh, women's fashion isn't really my... um. You'd be surprised to hear. <laughs> Not really my field of speciality. But some of the Be- some of the stuff Becky Becky wears, I mean, I don't know what normal people think about it, but it's it's a bit hit and miss sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I just think, wow, and then other times I'm like, what on earth are you wearing? But yeah. Her and used Seth to be, really. to be doing their own little oh, yeah. thing fashion wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you hear what Seth Rollins the, they did they did an interview with him just before the runboy think? <laughs> somebody asked him about Somebody asked him about um, CM Punk. Yes. Yeah. I, <laughs> that. I thought that was quite funny. Um, Raquel Rodriguez. Um, she, she was big in NXT, but came out, come out to SmackDown. I think she, think she might get a pretty sizable push. Yeah. At some point, because she's like her. She was NXT champion, and she was. I think it was Rhea's last feud in NXT was with her, and she beat Rhea. Oh. Um, so obviously, I think they got. He did have big plans for it, so and Mia Yim, another name I'm not familiar with. No, well, she's Keith Lee's, you know, Keith Lee. No, <laughs> no, no, no she's Keith I'm Lee's wife. complete novice. No, Keith Lee's a bloke in his own corner from me, he's married to uh Mia Yim. No, he's a wrestler, Keith Lee. Um, but yeah, they're um, but she was she was in like Impact and stuff, and she did stuff in NXT, and she was part of Retribution, mm, yeah. She was in Retribution under a mask, that famous stable. Lacey Evans, who's turned into, like, a female Sergeant Slaughter. I recognise the name. Mm, yeah. Oh! Is that the the one who was, um... Oh, there was a video of her walking down the ramp. Yeah, she... A yeah, bit the, controversial. Yeah, the, the kid with, like, cerebral palsy or Down syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what a move. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, that's one way of... <laughs> one way of getting it, I suppose. Like, yeah! Yeah, like it, she's one of the people. I, I, people don't, I don't think anybody likes her. No. In a sort of Austin Theory way. Yeah. Because like her original gimmick was like pretty the the whole Southern Belle kind of thing. It's not really 21st century stuff. Because again, that sort of stuff's got in American history. It's got some pretty ropey connotations in regarding like the South and that sort of thing. And so it's not really 
you're not going to get cheered doing that gimmick. No. And then they kind of brought her back and changed it around a few times. And she seems, she's got some fairly ropey views as well, I think, in real life. <laughs> so um, that's one of those. I think they'll keep going. They'll, they'll, they'll plow on with various of the gimmicks because I think she, especially when Vince was in charge, she fits the kind of, you know, the ideal look of yeah. what he would, you know, have as a superstar. So I think they'll they'll keep pursuing it, but I don't think he's ever going to really take on. Um, and Michelle McCall comes out of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, have you heard of Michelle McCall before? I have not. Oh, you're not? No. Well, she's um she's Undertaker's wife. Oh, I should have recognised her. Yeah, but before that, she was a uh, she was a wrestler. Yeah. And she was probably one of the. I think she was a. If she, if she didn't, they used to do the thing called the Diva Search back in the old days, where yeah. they had like a reality show almost, and I think it was all fixed. But I don't know if she came from the Diva Search, but she was in that sort of time period, and she was probably one of the one of the few wrestlers. I mean, it probably helps that she's married to the Undertaker. Yeah, she's one of the few they kind of recognise as being. Oh, she was a genuine wrestler. It's, it's, it's debatable, but she kind <laughs> of yeah. It probably helps when fucking Undertaker's yeah, your husband. She gets all get, she gets to be in the rumble and gets to shine and take people out and actually like a genuine threat. Again, probably highly related to the fact that she's married to the Undertaker. Yeah. She's not getting thrown out in thirty seconds like uh, Chelsea Green. No. <laughs> but they're like, oh, she was like a, a multi-time former champion. It wasn't a great time when she was champion. Um, Indy Hartwell, she's NXT. Yeah. She in NXT she was married to Dexter Loomis. I don't yeah. know that name. Yeah, Dexter Loomis, no. the guy with the axe. The guy who was trying to kill Miz. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you didn't miss much, to be honest. Sonia Deville? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. She, she, she was, was kind of, she had this gimmick of being like an ex-MMA yeah. person before. And then they did stuff with her in Mandy. And then she was um, obviously like an authority figure for a while. So she hasn't really, because she's come back to being like an actual wrestler. I think she's pretty good, but they, they don't really do. like. She's come in and like she's what she's feuding with Charlotte, I think. Maybe. So she's gonna lose that. Yeah. I don't think she had the matches before that for a while. So first program back, she's gonna lose to Charlotte. So it doesn't bode well for for the future. But she got they showed a picture of her afterwards, isn't it? She put a picture on her social media. She was she got a cut of a variety. Yeah. By a nasty cut. So, um, Shotzi Blackheart, twenty eight. Yeah. Do you like Shotzi? Ugh. Again, just... I, I mean, it's not for me. I don't, I don't really get it, to be honest. No. No. I think she look. I, I mean, aesthetically, the whole gimmick like, and that. It looks suppose, cool, but... It looks cool. <laughs> Again, that's not really for me either, to be honest. But I can see how it would appeal to people. Um, and she's... I mean, she's an enthusiastic wrestler. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's done some... I mean, she's... Just, uh, I know. I've, I've been alerted to pictures she's done on the internet before i've not actually seen them myself but i know <laughs> i know they're out there which are questionable but people can go in uh but don't go and look at it but yeah people can uh look into that if they want to um nikki cross yeah runs down like the old warrior yeah Sprints. i was kind of i was expecting her to be like a superhero but then she oh, no, like didn't she yeah that's gone now the superhero thing yeah yeah, she's Although she kind of looked like Wanda, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then big surprise number thirty. Is, uh, I can't remember who thirty was. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> oh. Is, now, earlier on in the night, I'd we've been chatting about something. I said that I, 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 I definitely had a crush on Nia Jax, but I, she, she like I don't know Emma's like got her head in her hands now. No, I mean, I mean she's got 
I, I said, I think that what I said was that she'd never got over as a heel. Yeah. Because she had a nice, nice eyes and a nice face. <laughs> like a kind face. Like, that's why she never got over as like a believable heel. And again, when you're the size of an athlete she is, it's difficult mm. to get you over as a, as a face as well. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to be bigger than people you're wrestling. Yeah. But like, but like Charlotte, Charlotte's so tall and sort of muscular and that kind of thing. It's very hard to, I mean, and her personality as well, because she's a twat uh, on TV. I mean, she might be a lovely person in real life. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but again, it's difficult to make her a convincing face, I think, A, because she's unlikable, and B, is because she's generally more physically dominating than whoever she's wrestling. So, yeah. Same with <laughs> Naya. But this, this then transcended into me having a crush on Nia Jax um, <laughs> over the weekend, over the course of the weekend. And then magically oh she turns gosh. up at number 30 in the Rumble. Um, oh, no. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, and I don't know if it was some, because she was always, like, before she left, she had this kind of gimmick of being a bit clumsy and stuff. So, because she comes out before the, or her music comes on, like, as the count is starting for 10. Yeah. Didn't it? So I don't know if that was just a fuck yeah. up or that was. Like, was that? purpose <laughs> yeah yeah um she comes in and gets thrown out but I think she's like signed the back with the company properly i think not like a one-off sort of thing so yeah i guess she's it kind got of some... makes sense as to why so many of the females were left in the ring by this point yeah like when you compare it to the men's rumble yeah the men just get the job done and it's like right in out in out <laughs> and then in the women's rumble just there was a load of people still in yeah. And now we know why. Yeah, to get rid of Nia Jax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they kind of do a few bits with her in Tamina and her in uh, Piper Niven, but yeah, she gets chucked out pretty quickly. Yes. Um, I mean, she's got, I mean, if you don't imagine why you want to follow Nia Jax on social media, but she's got some interesting views on vaccinations and COVID and that kind of stuff. So she's, yeah, I bet most people know that anyway. So, but and, yeah, and, you know, she, I don't want that to be fair. Like, you know, she probably, I mean, she broke Becky nose, Becky nose. She broke Becky Lynch's nose, <laughs> didn't she? Which She did. I mean, really helped in a way Becky become the, the star she is today yeah. because that, yeah. So, um, and then she had the match, there was a match with her in Charlotte where they both basically started fighting each other for real. I mean, that's a fight. If ever you want both people to lose. Yeah. That would be, uh, that'd be the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. Right, so uh, we get down to some of this, like, Rhea, Liv, Piper, Niven, Asuka, Raquel, and Nikki, the last six. Um, Raquel takes out Piper and Niven. Rhea takes out Raquel, and Liv takes out Nikki. So then we're down to the last three, which is Asuka, Liv, and Rhea. Oh, that was intense. It was intense, wasn't it? Because I, I, then I was thinking, well, I could see Asuka winning, but then that means she's won twice. Yeah. Obviously... Liv winning because Liv's had a reasonable push the last sort of so you could see Liv winning and I could see Rhea but I'm thinking well who's Rhea going to wrestle at Wrestlemania because I, I suppose you could see Rhea and Bianca I suppose I, I, I don't, Rhea and Charlotte doesn't make any sense I mean, if they're going to go into that as Rhea's the heel and Charlotte is the face or Rhea's going to get cheered over Charlotte yeah, because no one likes Charlotte. <laughs> no, and no. if you do, you you need seeing too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but they do the spot. They're all near for not then. It's like who's gonna go and yeah, comes out the mist and hits live with the mist by mistake, I suppose. I don't know. Um, and Rhea kicks Asuka, and then looks like so Liv can't see, so she's sort of blinded. And for a second, I thought she's gonna 
do this, like the ultimate sort of underdog, but now Rhea ends up winning. And I mean, I, I in NXT, I really liked Rhea Ripley. But again, when they brought her up, it was kind of, a, again, what's happened to a lot of those people from NXT when they do get brought up is they don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Yeah, when they come to the main roster. So I think her first big match on the main roster, she wrestled Charlotte at WrestleMania for the title and lost, of course. Um, and then she beat, she, she won the world title at WrestleMania last year or the year before. I can't remember now. But they kind of floundered around, didn't know what to do with her. But they sort of found, I suppose, they found a niche with the whole Judgment Day. Yeah. Because she likes the, the scary gothic stuff, doesn't she, I think. Yeah. So that you kind just of fits see her. her evolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, from when she was, when she first started. when she like, Yeah. <laughs> she, she was in, they used to do these tournaments in NXT called the May Young Classic, which is like a women's tournament. She made a debut in one of those. And yeah, she was the like long blonde hair, Australian, smiley kind of, you know. And now she's evolved to this gimmick now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she deserves it really, because I think she's in the early days that Judgment Day thing. I think she was carrying a lot of it, to be honest. She was doing a lot of the. Yeah, yeah. And she, I think she's helped get Dom over and get the whole thing over. So she deserves deserves it, I think. She does. I think it's, it's her time. And she's 24, 25, so much. She's so young. Yeah. And again on the show we talk about she's deceptively she's about I think her height she's about five or six. Yeah. And she looks like a giant, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. I think Dom's about four eleven, so <laughs> Dom's just a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no. And to be fair, she put a picture up on her Instagram or whatever and her face that the next day was Yeah. And a few of them looked like they'd taken a feral beating, to be honest. So yeah, fair play. Cause some of those early Rumble matches. I mean, this is like a, a bad, but in the in the sort of diva era, they'd have battle royals, but you could get thrown out of the ring through the middle rope or under the top rope because the women they didn't think the women could hack actually going over the top rope. They can yeah. do it. So, um, and even some of those early Royal Rumbles, there are a few spots you think like that was pretty much somebody's just jumped over their own accord, like. Because it's pretty, if you're going to get close over the top rope, it's a pretty dangerous thing. If you fall wrong, you're going to break your neck. Yeah. But this year, they seem to be pretty much going for it, and it seems to be pretty solid. And there wasn't anything that looked too ridiculous, too, like, fake in that match. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it told a good story, I suppose. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see who she does pick. But, like like you said, I think it will be Bianca that she goes up against. Yeah. Did she have to pick the women? She could pick... um, she pick, she pick well, I would race. love to see her challenge like Roman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she could do it. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think. I mean, they. I mean, she had that one match, didn't she, where she wrestled Tazawa. Yeah. On Raw. Um. So maybe they've, you know, because that was what they did with China. Was you know, eventually she became she just, a, you know, wrestling the the guys who's in the Continental Champion was in the Royal Rumble was, you know, um, like yeah, it's difficult that kind of thing. Um, and I don't think they, was, they got into some issues then with it was, yeah, it was a different time it was in the 90s and you know I don't think the locker room was probably as forward thinking as it is now <laughs> so I don't think she uh, she didn't have a great time with China when she was like actually a, a member of the male roster but um, yeah right then we got a, a performance by Hardy which is just what you need it that must be about four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I, I watched it back. I didn't watch it back, but I was, I was got to that bit today, and I sort of stopped halfway through it. And I mean, it sounded particularly great over it, did it? It's awful. Yeah, and it went on for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, can you even sing? 
yeah. Like, what are you doing? You're like kind of waiting for someone. It was that bad. I was kind of waiting for someone to come out and to be some sort of gimmick or someone to come out and attack him or. Yeah. 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 But it didn't. And it went on for quite a while. Too long. So then we're off to the, the main event. The, mm. Yeah. So what did you think? What, what, did you have any predictions for this match before you? Did you think well, it was going to be knew. Roman winning? Yeah. I knew that Roman would retain. Okay. Yeah. Because Tess has no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be keeping that that t- the titles until WrestleMania, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, going in, I was thinking, well, if say if Sammy was in the Rumble. Yeah. And would win the Rumble, you could see maybe something different happening there. But when it got to this point, it was like, well, you know, he's won the Rumble. Forget, I can't see Owens winning. It doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah. And it's, following it, on from the uh, their trial that they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like after seeing that, I was a bit like, okay, if something's going to happen. Yeah. And Sammy does go. Yeah. I want Jay to follow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and, uh, and here we are. And here we are. Well, that was the best bit of that because that was the first time I watched Raw for a while. I watched yes, it last week. <laughs> I, I've been watching. You, know, you keep up to date. You know what's going on. Yeah. Because of the the like the thirtieth anniversary thing as well, I thought oh, I'll watch it. And it started yeah. with that trial, didn't it? Um, and that was good because I didn't expect Jay to stick up for him. I mean, that's yeah. the kind of isn't it? he was the one who we doubted him all the way through, wasn't it? And he's finally kind of won him over, and Jay's the one sticking up for him. Um, but then he said, then he like, there's going to be one final test for you, and then you you know, you know, you have to pass that final test. Yeah. Um, which comes in this, but if you so around about this time last year, there was a lot of talk. Probably end of 2021 about Owens and Zayn, their contracts were going to be up. Everybody was like, let's go to AEW because they're not being used in WWE correctly. And then since then, obviously Owens wrestled like in Steve Austin at WrestleMania. And Sammy did the stuff with Johnny Knoxville, which wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but you know, I enjoyed it. it yeah, was it, was, good it was fun. fun. Wasn't it? it was fun. And then since then, really, they've been, especially Sammy, he's been smashing it. Because he's always been, he was always a great wrestler, Sammy, you know, before he came into NXT, he was always really well known. And the Indies, in NXT, he was great. Again, when he came up, it was a bit like, what? With, with Owens, when Owens came up, they, his first program, Owens, was with John Cena. So straight away. So he was, <laughs> in there. <laughs> yeah, he was NXT yeah. champion, and they brought him up to the main roster, and he was wrestling John Cena on pay-per-view while still being NXT champion. So he's feuding with John Cena over the US title. So at one point, Owens was US champion and NXT champion. And he had this feud with Cena for about four or five months and then went back to NXT for a while. And at that point, NXT was Balor, Samoa Joe, Owens, Nakamura, Bobby Roode. So it was all these like really good stars and Owens had good matches with those. Um, and then when he came up to the main roster properly, he was like a big heel and ended up winning the universal title. When Triple H turned on your mate Seth Rollins and uh, yeah. <laughs> lost him the title, um, but then in recent times he'd kind of was floundering a bit as well. But with Sammy, they never really kind of got what to do with Sammy. Like everybody loved him because he was quite small and they didn't really know. So he was involved in storylines with Owens and stuff like that. But they, they, that, they, that was kind of like the fallback thing with Sammy and Owens. If you don't know what to do with the pair of them, just put them in a match together and yeah. they can be feuding and that sort of thing. But in this past year, with Sammy getting involved in the Bloodlines thing, and Owens has been kind of in and out. But then, end of last year, when he started doing the storyline with him in KO, uh, with him in Reigns, and that's gone on for like probably three or four months, I including the War Games and 
that kind of thing. Um, it's good to see these two guys getting like the main event spot in yeah. pay per views. And I mean, Roman's godlike at the minute, isn't he? <laughs> he is. Yeah. I mean, they booked him, like what we said earlier about long term kind of storyline telling. This has been, especially the stuff with Sammy and that, because it is, there's going to be an end at yeah. some point, the whole bloodline thing. And there's a few times we think, is this, is it going to be now? Is it going to be now? And there's, there's like the story with Sammy, because, you know, the whole thing was that he wanted to be in the bloodline. It took him so long to kind of accept him in. And then there's, there's been little bits we think, is he, is he actually doing this sort of get in on the inside and, you know, help Owens win? Um, but yeah, when we get to this match, so the end, so yeah, the, um, it's a good match. I mean, it was great. Like, we were in the pub bit. It must have been about half four by now. And I mean, I stood up. I was drunk. But like when Roman's doing the entrance to the world, I think I stood up and was doing <laughs> You have to. You have to, yeah. You have yeah. to acknowledge him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a good match. But it sort of breaks down a bit when it's a ref bump. The ref gets taken out. And Roman says, Sammy, get me the get me the chair. And Sammy's a bit like hesitantly. Yeah. It takes a bit too long. And you can, you're thinking in your head, is this going to be the minute where he, yeah, like, where he turns and actually <laughs> helps Owens win? Um, but it doesn't happen. And then, so he, we end up getting, we get like a um, stunner and from, uh, Owens has gotten pinned, but the ref's out. And we get another one and the ref comes running in. I was like, is it going to, it doesn't actually quite happen. Yeah. But eventually Roman loses his rag, doesn't he? And starts stuck in a nylon in Owens. That, when he's slamming his head on the stairs over and over again. And you can see again, it is, it is good act, good storytelling. Because Sam is like visibly, yeah, like, this is this is too much. Like yeah, even yeah. at this point, I was like, I could feel what Sammy was feeling. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, fact, I love I Roman, yeah. so I'm like, I can't go against him. At the same time, I'm like, this is really hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. it's like this is, and he's he's like begging Owen to stay down. He's like, just just give up. Like don't stay down. It's not worth it. Like he's gonna kill you. Um, and eventually Owens gets him, uh, Reigns gets him the ring, gives him another spear, and then it's over. And you think, well, that's that then. Like, so then they all come in the ring, and they've got like the the garden, and the flowers to give Sammy Roman. Says, hang on, like we're not finished yet. Yeah. <laughs> they beat Owens up some more, and um, we end up with um, what Sammy to then he he gets his uh gets, he gets his little kinky handcuffs out, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Turning them around. the ring. Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna finish Owens off with the chair. But as Sammy steps in front, and he says, "Like you're better than this. You don't need to do this. It doesn't have to be this way. You've won. You know, he's he's done. He's dead. Like you don't need to don't need to do this." Yeah. And Roman gets quite offended by that. And he sort of tries to appeal. He's like, "You're the head of the table." He's trying to appeal to Roman's better nature, and then say, "Like you know, you don't need to do this. You're a bigger man than this." Like <laughs> he's just not having it. And Roman just turns away and just hands Sammy the chair and says, "Right, this is your." You're doing it, and, uh, and, and Heyman's it. You can do it for yeah. me. Yeah, uh, Heyman's chatting like, "This is your big moment. This is your big moment, Sammy." Um, and there's a minute in there, like after he gives it to him, he steps away. And, uh, they were like, "Fuck, he's gonna, he's yeah. gonna hit him with the chair." But he doesn't. Reigns is saying, "Like, look at this guy. Like, he's always held you down. He's been an anchor. He's always sort of saved you. And this is your chance. You're in the family. We love you. And you know, I, I brought you into the family. You're part of the bloodline." And Sammy won't do it. And then Reigns gets pissed off, doesn't he? And starts shouting at him push him in the face yeah trying to sort of bully him into doing it and then yeah then the moment happens there it goes <laughs> it's the shield all over again yeah yeah it was almost it was he went down the same didn't he as well yeah yeah but that moment in the pub when he did it everybody was up like <gasps> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that gif you know the gif of the um the bar 
you always see that gif of the bar and they, they superimpose whatever happened on the big screen in the bar and all the all the pints go up and uh yes that's uh, that's bristol city's ground <laughs> that's our bar in our, in our sports bar in the grain that was the england wells game in the uh, euros i always find that funny when i see these clips <laughs> which have been photoshopped onto that it's like I just stood down there. That's, that's, that's my hometown. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he hits him with a chair and immediately he turns around to Jay, doesn't he? It's just like, he, the only person who apologises to Jay. He's like, I'm sorry, like... Yeah. And Jay's oh, sort of looking at him. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then the rest of the family beat him up, don't they? So Jimmy gets a, a super kick on him and Solo takes him out. And it was, oh... Roman batters him. Really horrible to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's part of the that was part of the moment, though, isn't it? It's like he's yeah. gonna he knew what was gonna happen. He could have he could have run away. He could have hit him in the chair and just legged it. He was like, yeah, he, he had to speak to Jay and say like, I'm sorry, like this is why I've done it and stuff. And, um, just he knew what was gonna come and he yeah, just took yeah. it. But I, would, I didn't expect a bit of a Jay. So oh, Jay, I wanted it. It's all too much for Jay, and he, he leaves the ring and walks away. Mm. So because that got a big ooh in the in the in the walkabout I was like Ooh. <laughs> even the crowd at the arena did it didn't they they were like oh like he's, uh, he's walking away um, and yeah he finished with the two of them just like led in the ring Owen's still handcuffed and Sammy just dead and there's a I think one of the refs put a picture on Instagram of them on the way out afterwards yeah and he just got Owen's like ahead and Sammy sort of walking trailing, trailing behind him yeah oh <laughs> yeah. oh it was so like I've never had feelings like that before <laughs> I know. Watching it, I was like, I love Roman, but this is just horrible. What is he yeah. doing? But it made sense cause if that's what I didn't want it to be. Oh, it's a big conspiracy. Sammy and Owens are like in together, and they've been working the whole thing all the time. Yeah. Because that would be too. That would be too easy for it yeah. to be that. You know, like this if that time. <laughs> yeah, if that time Roman wanted him to pass in the chair, if he just nailed Roman with the chair and Owens would have won. But yeah, but that's yeah. But this was kind of like. It got to a point where Sammy had to say no, like you know, it was it was too much, and they felt he was being bullied into yeah killing off Owens with a chair, and Roman deserved it to be honest, the way he was behaving. Yeah. <laughs> so so it kind of made it, it kind of made sense. It does. Which in wrestling again, it's, it's, for someone like yourself who's fairly new or pretty new to it, this these storylines aren't that good that often, honest. Yeah. It's, it's quite rare. So it's quite a good time for you to come into. Because you've got to see a, a pretty good, like there's been a couple in AEW in the last couple of years that have been pretty strong, but for WWE, not many. I mean, it helps that everybody loves Sammy, everybody loves Owens. Most people really love the Bloodlines thing anyway. Before Owens and Zayn kind of got involved, they all like that kind of the family thing. So it kind of helps everybody in it is a kind of beloved character. Yeah. But you, 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 I couldn't have imagined you so as being capable of this level of acting. No, <laughs> I can't live on Oscar. And that's the thing. And, but at the end of it, that's what these storylines do. At the end of it, everybody looks amazing. So you've got now Jey Uso looks like a star, doesn't he? Yeah. Really, you can see, you can see fucking Jey Uso versus Roman at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Jimmy has done really well as well in the storyline. Solo Sokoa is a star. Having been in the been on the main roster for like six months, and yeah, obviously yeah. Roman is and Sammy and Kevin Owens are so. When wrestling's done like this, it kind of works, and everybody's for it's for everybody's benefit. The wrestlers, us, because we get to see it. So make the most of it, because we probably won't get another story <laughs> like this for like 20 years, mate. So it's not gonna last. No, it won't last. It won't last. So, so what do you think then overall? Then overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like apart from 
the two in the middle, so Bray and yeah. Bianca matches. They were just mm, just placeholders essentially, kind of setting up for further storylines. But yeah. other than that, not great spots to have those matches either, really. You know, like no. especially the the Alexa match, probably being after the men's match and then the spooky match. It's like, well, yeah. Actually, and then the men's sport. rumble being first as well. It's just a bit like, well, you know, this is kind of one of the biggest matches. Like, you may as well just turn it off now. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that really. I think obviously with the women's rumble being quite a new thing. Yeah. You're not gonna. You haven't got the depth of roster to. So you might sometimes better off putting the women's rumble first. Yeah. Because it's a it's a rumble match. You're gonna get that initial excitement anyway. You know, if um whoever comes out like. Because everybody's excited for the Royal Rumble. So if you put it on first, yeah. everybody's going to get really excited. Whoever comes out for the first sort of 10 or 11 numbers because it's Royal Rumble. Whereas if you already sat for a Rumble match and two other matches, you're probably yeah. getting knackered. And then you've got... So when like Zoe Starks is coming out at number 10, everybody's like, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, it's Zoe Starks. Like, well, not to pick on <laughs> Zoe Starks because it's great, but people aren't going to be that excited, are they? Because... yeah. They've already been through a lot, and they're all people are already thinking like, well, the main event's going to be big. So, yeah, it's probably not a great spot to do it. But I suppose if you put it on first, people are going to be like, oh, why is it always on first? They're changing it up. Yeah, and soon they will get the formula right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and again, probably with the, the ending of that main event being so, you know, big. Um, if you'd have had the men's match before that, it might have kind of, you know, taken a bit of the, the steam off the the the, the beginning of the. Owens and Kaomer yeah. uh, brains match. But uh, I, watching it back today, I remembered a few things which I'd forgotten because I probably was not really paying attention the other night. So. <laughs> um, but that no, was a great night, and yeah, and it was a good laugh, and the rumble was good. And it took me a long time to get home yesterday when <laughs> I left Leeds at three and got back at just after ten. Oh, it's on the mega bus. Oh, I was fun. sat next. I was sat next to a big guy as well all the way, and I thought. Chances are he's not going to be going to Bristol. He was. Oh, no. And then the bus I got back to my house, he got on our bus as well. So I'll treat my new following me. <laughs> following me? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but no, it was, uh, yeah, it was yeah. great. Well, thank you very much. No, for, thank you. Uh, actually, we normally do, I normally get the, the, the guest pick a song. Oh, gosh. So you can pick, what did you, what did you pick last time you were on? Do you remember? Oh, no, it was Christmas It was a Christmas time, wasn't it? song last time. So you can pick <laughs> any song you want. Oh gosh. Rest, rest of the theme, not just any random song. Oh well, we'll probably have to finish it off with Roman's theme. Man. Okay, definitely, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but with a tear in our eye after uh, after the end of uh, the end of one version of Bloodline, sadly. Um, yeah. yeah. But mate, thank you very much for coming on. <laughs> no, thank you for having always me. A, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Uh, is, is, do you want to? Anywhere people want to find you if you want to if, uh, follow want to me you. on the Twitter. Yeah, what's your username? Oh yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, trying to think. I was like, what is my username? Yeah. Pocket size gem. Okay, right. Yeah. I mean, it'll be in the link to the show anyway, so the, yeah. that was a point in this thirty seconds of that conversation. <laughs> uh, it won't be the first or the last. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And uh, we'll be back, or I'll be back with somebody. I'll be back with Uncle Dan. For uh, the next AEW big pay per view, which will be in, I think that's in February, possibly. And then back for WrestleMania, probably with Steve in March. And then the main show is back in August, uh, April, not August. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, thank you. Oh, actually, before I forget, I did a sweepstake. We did a sweepstake for the 
Royal Rumble winners. Yeah, and I lost mine. Mate. And uh, who won? So the winners were... Uh, I'm just getting up now as I look for you here. Um, at Danny Baldock. I think that's right. Is it right? This is high quality audio. Uh, at Danny Baldock. Uh, he got um, he won one of them anyway. I can't remember which one. He won one, and then some other guy who I think might be a robot. Oh who no! Just replies to competitions and things. Ugh. So, but we'll see. Uh, to be fair, I haven't up the prizes yet anyway. So, all <laughs> 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 good fun. All good fun, yeah. So, uh, but I'll be in touch with Dan anyway. Or if Dan, if you're listening, get in touch with me. Yeah, just listen to the fucking podcast. Should be up to me to go out and uh, find people, should it? But yeah, right. Um, that's it. We're going to listen to Roman Brown. Thank you all for listening. I shall see you next month, probably. Take care. Bye-bye.